Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com Gentlemen, uh, Jared, I'll defer to your greater knowledge and far greater passion for Derby Day, Melbourne Cup Day and everything in between. Oh, well, well, you know, Derby Day is just one of the absolute uh, meetings of the year and um, certainly holds a lot of tradition. It's probably been watered down a little bit over the last couple of years with the competition out of Sydney, um, but we just have a, a, a cracking day and a matchup in both venues this week. But let's go to Flemington and just an amazing day where we've got the straight six. And, Jimmy, you've got memories of a very good horse of yours that uh, ran down the, and won very convincingly down the straight six. But we've got the Coolmore Stud Stakes, which is race number six. And I thought there might have been a little bit of value about uh, the top weight number one, Shinzo, from the Waller Yard. Golden Slipper winner returns here. J-Mac on for Waller. Been a little bit disappointing his first two runs back, but uh, all reports are that its work over the last uh, couple of weeks has been very good and nicely found this week, $8 into $5.50. And I'd imagine that that's a a very keen betting race, uh, Tristan. Yeah, absolutely. There's been lots of uh, activity on that race. We've laid Shinzo in that in that firm of V8s, been back from 21 into 18. Moravia, number 14, is 21 into 16. And the number 18, Straighten uh, and Angel, has also been back 12s into 850. So very, very good early support for a large number of races uh, all, all over the country. It's going to be a massive betting day there at Flemington tomorrow, as well as uh, Rose Hill as well. Yeah, that's an incredibly open race, and I think you could have three or four goes at that and not find a winner. And uh, then we've got the the time on a derby. Uh, we've got three year old stepping out to twenty five hundred for the first time in their career, and it's always an incredible uh, testing uh, distance here. And a very warm favourite. Yeah, I, I can't say I ever want to step into even money favourites uh, with three year olds stepping out to twenty five hundred. Uh, Riff Rocket again for McDonald and Waller number four. Uh, Clearly has the form, and I think that this race falls away very quickly, which is probably why it's so well found. But I thought number three, Aerosol, at $17 each way. Um, it comes off a seven-day backup, and I think clearly been very well-timed here from uh, the McDonald-Lewis stable, and these days uh, looked after by the Lewis family. And I think it gets forward from a nice gate, and might be just kicking away and get control of the speed coming to the turn. So if I was finding a, an each-way pick, aerosol would be mine in the derby. Um, and then, well, what about the gold, Meg? Oh, my goodness. Uh, that is an incredible race. $5 million prize money and just open galore. There is just such a case to be made for so many. And, Jimmy, you asked the big question about why I happen to be wearing this cap. Well, four oh, yeah. and a half happens to be a full brother to straight ace and number eight who flew home at $9 for the place. Thank you very much to run second in the Silver Eagle, which is clearly the lead up to this. But, dear, oh, dear, there are, there are six, seven, eight chances here, including number 16, the, the female star from the uh, from the West for the Simon Miller camp, Amelia's Jewel, uh, who won very convincingly in the first two starts. Disappointing last, but comes up here to this. But uh, you could have, uh, again, another race, many chances. I'm with straight Acer for the place for me. But, Jimmy, did you find a best bet on the card? I sure did, but I'll defer to Tristan uh, first up. Any of the uh, Milo stable running around over the course of the next couple of days? 
No, Milo Stable is uh, just having a little hiatus at the moment whilst all the good horses are on deck. So uh, once the, the uh, also-rans come back, then the Milo Syndicate will make its return to the track. But uh, it's a uh, very, very good quality. It's good to know your place in the world, isn't it? I mean, just, be, just being aware of your limitations at the, the, the stable. It is. I learned that very well off you, Jimmy. So, no, it's uh, it's uh, very important. But uh, it's it's a high-quality racing, all stakes racing at Flemington. And I'm going to take us to the Wakeful, which is race five. Um, the favourites, number one, Zardosi. It, it's obviously got very good form line, 250 into 245. But I'm having a look at the Jamie Carr uh, horse, number three. She isn't in the greatest form, Jamie, so hopefully she can find something this weekend. But... Uh, Connor it stepped up in class, had a couple of good runs there earlier in its preparation, fourth last start, but I just think at $4.80, it represents really good value. I'm going to pop all of this staking plan on the nose here. That's Ooh. race five, number three, Connor Okay. All right. There you well, go. I, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about a bookmaker trying to lead us into a jockey that can't win a race. <laughs> this strategy is old as time, Jared. Uh all right. Uh, yeah, just on that, the Milo Stable, very busy around May, June, apparently. <laughs> and non, non-town meetings. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, Tristan, I'm with you. Uh, I've, I've got runners coming back to run around Christmas Day and hide them out of Gunnedah or somewhere. Oh, yeah. You've got to get it. Got to get a win somewhere. Got to get a win. All right. I'm going to go to uh, Rose Hill. We're going to go race five, uh, Toyota Forklift's Handicap. I'm going to go the favourite, number five, overriding. Uh, was out at $3.10, in now to $2.80. So Tracy from Cordor has done the form on this one. So just to give you the background, uh, Nathan Doyle Yard, slow away last start, closed off hard, much weaker race. It jumps away, very hard to beat. Kobe Jennings to be very proactive from that good barrier as well so two dollars eighty so the all-important staking plan here tristan uh i will go a hundred dollars on the nose thank you very much very good to hear uh okay so i've i've gone for a little bit of value this weekend jimmy i'm going to split my bet so i'm going to have fifty dollars on the golden eagle race eight number eight straight acer just for the place oh, 50 yeah. bucks for the place at the best tote and might end up about eight or nine bucks at the, and end up running there and if it does, well, I might ring from Hawaii because the value of his uh, full brother may have gone up a notch. And then I want to go out to uh, back down to Melbourne. Um, let's go to um, where are we? Uh, race four, number two, Chain of Lightning. Bit of a specialist for the Moody Stable down the straight. Uh, very good record track distance and second up where it does fly. And I think we'll probably get somewhere around the $8 mark. Um, on uh, race day, I'll have 50 bucks on the nose there. So uh, a, a two-bet strategy for me this week, uh, gentlemen. Wow. Most unusual. But there we go. Uh, now, the race that stops the nation, obviously huge from your point of view, Tristan, uh, with top sport. We've got the big dance in Sydney as well. But, Jared, have you had a look at the runners? I know we haven't got final fields, but uh, had a look at the runners for the Melbourne Cup. Jimmy, a very good uh, friend of mine many years ago who knows a lot more about this than I told me then that uh, Willie Mullins, who's the trainer of the favourite here, is the best trainer in the world, especially at travelling horses. He absolutely gets them right. 
And he brings out here Vorban. Now, if you peel back through the form, anything in this race or form over the last six weeks um, in some of our staying races in Sydney and Melbourne is all around this horse. And then its work at Werribee last week was just uh, slashing. It then stepped yeah. out at Flemington last Tuesday. Now, very warm favourite at $3.50. But, gee, uh, if it turns up, I think it just wins. I think if I was to back it, I'd wait till um, Tuesday because I think we'll probably get around the $4. It does look an international star. I, and I thought the other chance in the race is clear the Caulfield Cup winner that does have, have form around Vorban back in the UK. $7 at the moment. I thought it's running the Caulfield Cup. First up was outstanding with the Friedman stable. They're the two I'd be working around, but gee, Tristan, um, you won't sleep for a couple of days moving into this. There'll be uh, setting markets and money coming from everywhere. Absolutely. I, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a big, it's our biggest week of the year. And um, I agree with everything you say about Vorban. It's, uh, it's, Got massive wraps on it. I think there were big flashing lights on uh, on its track work there the other day, and obviously the uh, the training prowess is no doubt. The only thing in my mind, obviously, as as a bookie in these big races, you have to find a way to try to get the favourites beat, and that's that's something we always have to do. And and I, I just look at the Romantic Warrior situation where it's come over from Hong Kong, a little bit plain first up, and then hit the line in the Cox Plate, and obviously very impressive. So. A horse coming all the way from England, having its first run over here in the Melbourne Cup. That's probably my only question mark. Um, and, you know, obviously they're doing it for a reason. He's very, very shrewd. I'm actually going to look for a little bit of value along that form line, thinking there'll be improvement in the second the second run, and that's Valiant King. It was absolutely smashed in the, in the Caulfield Cup. It was backed off the map. Um, it ran six, obviously, uh, a fair way off him. But I just think uh, it's going to improve markedly on the back of that run. And I think at $26, it's certainly worth... A little spec each way, um, in my opinion. Well, and and, and with the O'Brien stable, um, clearly very well trained. And you're right, Tristan, it was actually came from a long way back on the rails and uh, took a lot of time to try and find open air and then uh, stretch out. So certainly, yeah, great race. And these internationals um, add some flavour to it. And uh, Jimmy, you got a pick early on in the in the cup? I have, Jared, and I'll tell you what the interesting part about it is this, that uh, I was listening to your mate uh, and my mate Luke Murrell the other day on uh, on radio, and he actually potted the, the favourite. So he's he just can't believe the price of it. Um, not saying it's not a great horse, probably needed it to be wet, probably not going to get that. Um, so the hard surface doesn't work in his favour in his mind. I think the direct quote was that there was a bunch of donkeys that he bet uh, beat at, at Scott, so um, I think it was a seven-length win that maybe doesn't give a true indication, uh, and he was looking much more at the time than at the margin of victory. So um, he's potted Valban, um, but he's also had a look at uh, Cleveland, so Cleveland is there in the market, and I'm just thinking, where are we at with Cleveland? $21 and $5 the pay, uh, place. So um, that'll be heading up all of my first fours and everything else that we do going into the Melbourne Cup. So there's my early tip, Cleveland at $21. And you're on the money, Jimmy. Um, there's no better judge of international form than Luke Murrell, and uh, yeah. he has been for the last 20 years, and I mean, he's, he's won the Melbourne Cup twice buying international horses and bringing them out here. So uh, that's certainly a very good lead and some very good um, uh, form guide around the favourite. And he's got three runners in this cup. 
So and looking to do it back to back with Gold Trip. So it was interesting the point he made about Gold Trip because what we think about Gold Trip is it's been running around every weekend, right? He said it's still two thousand meters short of the tried and trusted Bart Cummings ten thousand meters leading into a, a yes. Melbourne Cup. So he is not bullish about Gold Trip. So. Well, and, and- and just to digress, a good friend of yours and mine bumped into Luke Murrell at the call of the card on the Monday before the Cup last year and uh, and said to Luke, what do you like tomorrow? And Luke uh, took his uh, form guide and uh, put a, a pen mark against uh, five horses and suggested what he thought were the top three chances. And if you box those, box those five chances, you got the first four. So that's how good a judge Luke is. Yeah, right, right. Uh... There you go. All right, big week for everyone. Uh, most notably, the Philadelphia Eagles, I would have thought, too, with their <laughs> game. That's going to be crucial against the death. Uh, I've never seen uh, – I'm going to death throw Dak Prescott as much as I will during the course of, of that game. 